Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. When investment performance matters, make sure your savings are with Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Now, the Taoiseach Leo Varadkar and the Spanish Prime Minister Pedro Sanchez have written to the European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen, calling for an urgent review of whether Israel is complying with its human rights obligations under the EU-Israel Trade Agreement. They describe the expanded Israeli military operation in the Rafah area as posing a grave and imminent threat that the international community must urgently confront. Well, we're joined now by Peter Burke, Fine Gael, Minister of State for European Affairs and Defence, and by Gary Gannon, Social Democrats spoke person on European affairs and defence and you're both welcome. Uh, Minister Peter Burke, I might come to yourself first and what do you expect or hope this letter would achieve? Well again Sarah, this is responding to the huge collective punishment we're seeing of innocent civilians in the Gaza Strip. We've seen now at this stage 28,000 Palestinians killed, 67,000 injured 1.9 million people displaced and almost 90% of that population in danger of starvation. So this is a huge unfolding issue that we have been horrified as a nation to see a population subjected to this. So we are continuing to use all our diplomatic muscle on the global stage as well as in the EU and we're trying to build coalitions to really have consequences for Israel. So every action Ireland wants to take as a state, we need to see consequences for Israel happen. We we're not operating on the basis of press releases or social media pictures. We want to have consequences. Okay. And what we're trying but to do is to build this. it's only two countries um, at this point that, that have signed this letter, ourselves in Spain. Uh, it's not much, is it, in terms of support? Well, on the basis of what's happening in Rafa, we see this threat of a major military action in that area where we have so many people in that densely populated area now. We feel we have to go forward with a very strong European country uh, in Petro Sanchez and Spain and to build further coalitions. We saw on the 26th of October, we brought Spain, Belgium, Malta together and co-signed a letter to try and encourage Uh, the European Council to find a unified voice because the credibility of the European Union really is at stake Mm. here. We have to call out what is happening and to show that Israel... Has it been damaged, do you think? I I think so because we see Israel acting as a rogue state and we really need to call that out. We need to, to the forefront, respond in humanitarian uh, voices to show that we need corridors in and we need to stop this collective punishment because all that's happening here is that, you know, for the future, uh, the Gaza Strip will be radicalised further. It'd be very difficult to really live the dream of that two-state solution because of what Israel are punishing people. And as I said in your show before, you know, horrific scenes for families and vulnerable civilians that are going okay. through. Gary Gannon, do you support this move? Yeah, absolutely. I just wish that had happened sooner. We first brought the idea to the doll of looking at the EU-Israel Trade Association Agreement back in November, precisely because what we've seen at that point, we believed, was an absolute destruction of those fundamental rights that are contained within Article 2. So yes, I fully support the Taoiseach today. Um, I think it's on six occasions now we've raised this in the doll. It was about two months ago the Taoiseach told us that he was going to seek legal advice, so obviously that's came back favourably. We welcome the fact that the Taoiseach has built a broader coalition with Spain. It's a pity not more getting more involved, but I think Ireland can show leadership here. We did today, but I think we can go further. Israel need to see consequences for what they're doing in Rafa, a place with 1.4 million people living in tents okay, and being so bombed. So what do you mean by going further? Oh, we should align ourselves with South Africa's case in the ICJ. Not only that, we should initiate our own proceedings in the International Criminal Court, not just solely reliant upon South Africa. We should bring in the Occupied Territories Bill. We should look at... Um, putting travel bans um, to the investment bill and we should seriously look at whether we keep diplomatic relationships with an apartheid state who are engaged in a potential genocide. Are you talking about uh, removing the ambassador? 
if necessary, but I've also made six different other statements in okay. front of no, that. I just said last yeah. one, just to be clear on what you're saying in, in, in relation yeah, to that last one. Okay, Peter Burke, are you, are, which of those are, is, is the government looking at? I, I don't think you're looking at really any of them, are you? Well, in the first instance, in response to Gary, we actually have raised this at the European Council in relation to invoking Article 2 of the Association Agreement back in October. So we were the very first to raise it at European Council level We are trying to build a coalition, but we have to be honest with all your listeners, uh, Sarah. This will require unanimity around the European table to put in sanctions in relation to a trade agreement. You don't have the hope of getting that, do you? That's a huge challenge. What we're trying to do is to get the Commission to do an assessment, and that would give credibility. If the Commission forms an assessment that the the humanitarian aspects of Article 2 are being violated, which we're all very clear that they are, in my view, then it would leave it more difficult for the European Council not to put in sanctions. Okay. So we're trying so to follow that. So that's one step. So what about Secondly, the other things that Gary Gannon's talking about? The Occupied Territories Bill, again, simplistic solutions. The reality is we're governed by the single market. We're a party to 27 countries in the single market. We can't set our own trade rules. It's a competency of the EU. And the first thing that's that will happen... Never been tested. The first thing that will happen is that... Uh, the European Court of Justice would take an infringement case against Ireland which would be liable for. You can't set your own rules in a single market. Mm. But okay, one well, let, key me, thing let me just go to Gary Gannon on that because I know that's been brought up in the doll again this week, Gary Gannon, the I'm Occupied Territories Bill. Uh, Leo Franco said he's uh, Attorney General after Attorney General after Attorney General mm. has said it's not in line with the EU it's, law. It's never been tested in the courts. But even the fact today that we brought the... Um, the Israel-EU Association Agreement without possibly a hope of getting that passed, the fact that we'd even test that in a court would be important. It would be symbolic. If this idea that Israel do act without any form of consequence, so bringing these sanctions to the potential sanction, testing the courts to their fullest, these things matter. Like They make a difference. It puts pressure on not only Israel, but it puts pressure on people who are supposed to be our allies in the world in terms of stand for it and stop enabling this mm. genocide through their weapon sales. Can I ask you about uh, Gary Gannon cutting off diplomatic relations, getting asking yeah. the ambassador to leave um, yeah. the argument that's been made by the Irish government repeatedly in relation to that is you know we need I, we need to have a, a way of communicating with Israel particularly because there are Irish citizens still stuck in Gaza yeah, but in terms of having communicating with Israel, we also need to be able to um, engage in a process by which we could influence um, in terms of... So say we were to take a case to the ICJ, we need to be able to demonstrate that we're in dispute with Israel. Mm. One way of doing that would be to summon the ambassador to... Even summon the ambassador to relay that. We had this ridiculous situation on Monday where Michal Martin put out a tweet. I know Peter Borg saying we're operating without tweets. Our own foreign minister put out a tweet uh, uh, rather than actually bring the ambassador to ourselves. So in terms of these diplomatic sanctions they matter like what is the point of having an ambassador here who's going to just enable and justify genocide mm. why are we having relationships with an apartheid state the Irish government didn't have relationships with South Africa during its period of apartheid and that mattered yeah of course she denies that there is any genocide as, as does Israel um, Peter Burke but there is growing calls aren't there for the ambassador to be expelled well, the facts of the matter are, Sarah, that expelling ambassadors never resolved conflict or a war, the same as a court order never did either. And this is the challenge the Irish government has. We want our actions to have consequences. We want to build coalitions where they matter. And my huge concern in all of this, when I go to my community, my constituency, I know the Irish people, the vast majority of them, abhor what's happening in Gaza. We're all on the one side here. Okay. And so I let's, like let's the, look at the If actions. you let me finish, if you okay, let me no, finish this I know, point. We, I know there's I really an awful lot of upset around the country no, around what's happening there is, in Gaza. But the point, like we, we that, but the point, 
But the point I want to finish is that I think we need to be very careful in creating a wedge issue out of what is huge suffering here. We're all on the one side here. We're sure, all working no, and, together. And, and, and I'm not trying to do that. I'm not sure Gary's trying to do that. He's pushing forward proposals as to where the Social Democrats is, is coming from. In relation to the ICJ then, Peter Burke, where is the government at with that? Because I know the thought that was talking about intervention, uh, but the, uh, that Ireland was looking at a possible intervention just a couple of weeks ago. Yes, so we're looking at essentially the pre-order documents that are now furnished for the case. So like we did with Ukraine and the Russian invasion, we have to look at the legal text of the case that South Africa is putting forward. And when we do then we can join the case. But we can't intervene until we have sight of it because, again, we have no credibility. If you look at Germany, Germany has jumped in immediately with Israel to try and join join the case. On what basis? So we have to have credibility in this. And that's how we build stronger coalitions, just like we did in the UN on December 17th, where 17 EU states joined with uh, calling for a ceasefire. We're the first country in the world to do that. And and critically, critically we have a case before the the court at the moment. So we are acting... All right, yeah, Gary. So as a signatory to the Prevention of Genocide Act, we have a responsibility to prevent genocide where we feel that may be happening. South Africa have initiated their proceedings, an 82-page document based on the rhetoric of the Israeli government. We could actually initiate our own proceedings tomorrow based on other intent, the forced famine, the use of 2,000-pound bo- bombs in small urban areas. We could actually initiate our own proceedings that the court could then align to South Africa's. That would be a brave thing to do. Even supporting South Africa's case, I assume the legal work for that is already initiated. We can't say that the courts give the determination and then we start the process. Okay. Presumably the Jewish state has started that already. Um, I just want to ask you finally, Peter Burke, um, the Taoiseach could be meeting President Joe Biden in a couple of weeks' time. Um, now, Minister Simon Coveney told me last night that the, our Ireland will not be asking Joe Biden or the US to stop funding uh, the war in Israel. Do you agree with that approach? Well, I think what Minister Coven is responding to, he doesn't think it's realistic. Mm. I absolutely think there should be consequences by the US. The US are an actor that Israel listened to. So they should be doing all they can to stop uh, the huge suffering and killing that's happening in Gaza. But like the, and the I point being, they have the ultimate power here, don't they? They are the ones absolutely. who could stop And I think we have to be tomorrow. honest about that. I think what Minister Coven is referring to in a regional context that they're in and Iran and all those various different actors for bad in that region. But I absolutely believe the US need to be as hard as they possibly can uh, on Israel to really demonstrate to them that what is happening here is unacceptable. Vulnerable people are being killed. It's a collective punishment mm. and a no modern democracy should stand over that. And Gary Gann, do you think it's realistic to ask Joe Biden to stop funding the war? Absolutely. Joe Biden came to this parliament last year and talked about his deep Irish roots. I think when the Taoiseach goes there next week, he needs to remind Joe Biden that where the Irish people are in relation to the presenting of giving bombs to Israel, which they're using to annihilate Gaza. So I don't think it'd be just for us not go, to go there, hand over a bowl of shamrock and say nothing. There'd be no courage in that. Um, final question to yourself, Peter Burke, just about this story breaking today that the D Hotel in Drogheda is going to house international protection applicants. Uh, we were speaking to Deputy Mayor Kevin Callan earlier on. He says there's no prior consultation. They were basically told this morning this is a fait accompli it's happening in a couple of weeks he reckons there's going to be a whole load of jobs lost in the area as a result it's going to have a significant economic impact on the town what do you say? I think it's a huge challenge uh, for the government at the moment. We have about 190 accommodation centres located right across 26 counties and communities do need dialogue. They do need to be uh, supported in the challenge we face. But I think the broader picture is we need to resolve this issue, get agreement there, there on this. There doesn't appear to have been any dialogue here. 
This appears yeah, to I'm not aware of what happened in the case, but again, I know Minister O'Gorman has been very clear in the stress that he's facing as a minister because we don't know how many people are going to come in next week seeking asylum. And that's the problem. When you can't plan, it's unplanned migration. Mm. When you can't plan for it, it's very difficult to respond to an immediate challenge. When those numbers increase quite quickly, literally you're trying to take people from the streets and we don't want people obviously lying in the streets when they're application for asylum has been processed. So the government is trying to use every mechanism it can to find shelter for those vulnerable people. Okay, it's the story we'll return to, no doubt. Thank you both for joining us, Peter Burke and Gary Gannon. 